I'm Rob Morris, and welcome to Season 2 of Beyond the Game, Moore's Hyperlocal Sports Podcast. Before we get to this week's episode, we'd like to thank the sponsors who make this podcast possible. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes from 8 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. at both their Norman and Midwest City locations. Visit orthocentralok.com for details. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. Coach Todd Milwee and the Westmore Jaguars are hitting the mid-January stretch on a roll. The fourth-ranked Jags have won seven games in a row. That includes the Putnam City Invitational Championship and a big overtime win over Mustang last Friday. Coach Milwee, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Uh, the Westmore Jaguars looking pretty good to start the year. You're coming off a big win over in the Putnam City Invitational, right? How did that all go for you? Yes, um, that was a fun one. It's a great tournament, a lot of good teams in it. And uh, so we played Putnam City, original, first-round game. and. Played well in that when our defense was really playing well. And then uh, next round, Putnam City West at their place and their new gym, and they're really, really good. It was a, a great game back and forth. We made some pretty clutch shots at the end. Some uh, Several guys made some clutch shots, clutch plays on defense. And then finished it up Saturday versus Norman. And PC West and Norman were both ranked in the top six at the time. And um, versus Norman, it was kind of the same deal, back and forth. And then our defense was amazing in the, the fourth quarter versus Norman. I believe we held them to, to six points in the fourth quarter. And um, so pulled out a, a big tournament win there at the PCI. Yeah, and you mentioned the rankings. Right now, you're ranked in uh, the OSSA rankings. Uh, Westmore's ranked at four, uh, Norman at five, uh, PC West at 12. Um, how big of a deal is it at this point in the season to come out of a game with a fifth-ranked Norman team that's been playing really well with that win? And uh, as you talked about, a, a dominating defensive performance at times. Yeah, um, I mean, our guys, I can't brag on them enough the way they've bought in to our defense and playing hard and together because we're we're always undersized in 6A. So we have to do some some things on defense that are a little bit different. We have to play hard and really – communicate but yeah those rankings are they are important to a point um because you want to put yourself in a good spot for the playoffs and um 6a is so good this year there's probably 16 to 18 teams that have a legitimate shot at making it to state and um so you just kind of put yourself in a better situation if you can have a pretty high ranking towards the end of the year i believe there's about three weeks left in the rankings and then we'll find out where we go for playoffs Matt, you mentioned how um, how evenly balanced 6A is this year with 16 to 18 teams. How wide open do you think it is? I mean, um, it doesn't seem like there are any specific teams that are setting themselves completely apart. I mean, Broken Arrow, I think, is still undefeated at this point. Evan North, of course, is always good. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, uh, how wide open do you feel like it is this year? I feel like it's really, really wide open. There's a lot of talented teams. Those three teams above us, we've either scrimmaged them or played them, and they are really good. They they kind of have everything, the size, the, the talent, the bench. The teams after those top three, there may be just a little something they're lacking, like size with us. But overall, that top 20 is, is really impressive in 6A. 
Yeah. Now, you were talking about um, how your team has really bought into your defensive philosophy this year. Let's talk about your, um, your, your team. The core of your rotation is back this year, right? You've got Evan Barber back, Zach Hayes, uh, Gavin and Garrett Loper. Um, let's talk about your core a little bit. How are you feeling about those guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been amazing. And the coaching staff and I, this is our fourth year here together, some of them third year. But most of those players, it's their fourth year or like Loper, it's his third year. And they've really bought into what we're selling and, and they kind of preach that throughout the team. So it's each year the program's getting a little bit better. And now we kind of see the fruits of some of that. But Ethan Wolitz is another one of those seniors. There's Barber, Hayes, Ethan Wolitz has been amazing. He's one of the catalysts on defense. He's kind of the heart of that defense. He's probably five. 11, and he, he covers post guys that are 6'7", six, 6'8", six, which is a lot of heart. Uh, so those are the three that play a lot. And then we have some other seniors that maybe don't play as much, like Zach Crum is another. that's just a great voice, no matter if he's playing or not. He's the, the voice of our team, and he's, he's breaking us out. So we have a lot of really good senior leadership this year, which makes it fun as a coach. And with your coaching staff, who you'd mentioned had been with you for um, you know three or four years, um, it, it seems like you're really pleased with what they're bringing to the the table as well. One hundred percent. They've they've been amazing. We have um, six different coaches besides myself. One of them is actually a senior, Dylan Graham. So he's a, a student coach. He'll do stats for us, book for us, and even some coaching advice in practice. And then our freshman team is coached by Sharif Stafford. And uh, me and him have been together for about six years. And we have a, since we have so many coaches, we give them different duties. We have uh, Dakota Davis. He's our special teams coach, which means all our inbounds plays on the sideline and baseline. And then we have Corey Barnard. He helps us on offense, offense coordinator. And then Matt Thornton, who's been around for a long time, he's our defensive coordinator, and he's done a great job with those guys and then Bo Harrington is our head JV coach and I mean him have been together for about six years now also so what does it take to build a consistently successful basketball program in 6A this year or any year for that matter I guess um, I think it takes some patience and some endurance just to to keep going with what you know and what you believe you're going to meet some challenges along the way um, but to me, what's helped us so much is our chemistry with the players and the coaching staff. Of course, we have some talented players, too. That's that's key. But they're all coachable, hard workers. So I think just being consistent and enduring through some of those valleys will help you get there. Let's talk a little bit about Evan. I mean, he is uh, he's a UCO signee. He's your senior, um, 6'2 guard. Um just tell me how you're feeling about Evan and how he's played here his senior year. Very, very proud of Evan. He keeps adding elements to his game. He's a student of the game. And so in the previous couple of years, we'd have teams that could maybe try and throw different defenses at him. And um, this year, when they do that, Evan's done a great job if they're trapping him or no catching him. He's kind of taking advantage of whatever the defense gives us as far as some games. He's been our leading assist guy. Actually, against Norman, he didn't score in the first half at all, and then he goes off for 20 
in the second half, just like that. And the previous night versus PC West, he led us in assists with six assists. He still had 20 points. So, and uh, what an underrated part of the game, too, is his defense. A lot of times he's on the first or second option for the other team. And I don't think he really gets the credit he deserves on that end. But um, he just added so many elements to his game that have made him a complete player. And with guys like Evan and, and Zach and the others, they're coming back. Um, and there probably were a lot of things that aren't surprising for you. Have there been any surprises for you this year in terms of the team or the games that you played so far? Uh, anything that you look at and go, wow, I didn't see that coming? Um, not too surprising that the development of Grant and Garrett Loper, we knew they were probably going to play a lot of varsity this year. And we thought the first semester that they'd have some, you know, just being a little bit younger, they might have some tough nights, but those two guys were, there's some gamers. They're ready every night and they kind of get thrown into different roles. One night they may start one comes off the bench as a scorer for us, but, um, yeah, those two guys and then their older brother, Gavin. Gavin will do anything he can for the team, defense, rebounding, passing, shooting. So the development of those younger guys we didn't think was going to happen so quick. And then we've got some other guys that are – so we've got Zane Zelny and VR Ortiz that played football for Westmore. And they're same deal as the Loper twins. are giving us great minutes, whatever we need. So that's probably been a, a good surprise for us in that area. Well, let's talk about the just the upcoming schedule for the next couple of weeks. You've got Mustang, uh, I believe, tomorrow night. Mustang, again, one of those teams currently ranked 10 in OSSAA. And then you go over to Southmore for the rivalry game, number 11 Southmore, 8-3. Uh, Southmore been playing some pretty good ball this year, too. Um, how are you feeling mm-hmm. moving into the next week or two of, of your schedule? We're excited because our conference is so good that um, I think it's been the last two to three years in a row, five teams from the COAC have made it to state, and there's only eight teams that make it. And um, so we're excited to get to play some of these road games. Right now we're 5-0 and in conference. We're trying to win the conference. So those road games at Mustang, at Southmore is going to be a, a fun atmosphere and versus some good competition. And I would assume you, you'll feel good about being battle-tested by the time you hit the playoffs at the end of February. Correct. And we purposely made our schedule pretty difficult as far as the tournaments. We got in three difficult tournaments this year for that reason, to be as battle-tested as we could possibly be. Actually did the same thing with our scrimmage schedule before the season started, tried to play the best teams we could possibly play. Again, you guys have looked very good so far, and uh, if you can continue that upward trend, I think it's going to going to bode pretty well for you for hosting there at the uh, end of February. Yes, it should. That's the goal. If we can take care of business, we can put ourselves in a really good spot to host. Okay. All right. I have one question for you that I'm curious about, uh, not specifically related to Westmore basketball, but in general. Um, yesterday, the OSSAA said, no, we're not going to do a 35-second shot clock right now. Uh, what are your feelings on the 35-second shot clock? You know, I was really looking forward to that. I'm, I'm, I guess I could say I'm an older coach, and um, I would definitely have to learn a few things and, and study up on our philosophy but um i was looking forward to that just because i think it's good for the players development especially the ones that want to play in college 
I think it would help some games be a little more exciting. There are some teams that maybe like to hold the ball. And um, I, I was just looking forward to it. I think it added add a, an element to the game that would be really exciting for high school. Do you think we're going to get a 35-second shot clock in Oklahoma high school ball here in the next few years? I do. I think it's just a matter of time before it's going to happen. Well, I'm with you on that. I'd love to see it. I think it makes the game uh, move a little more quickly and a lot more fun. Yeah, I agree. That would be fun. Well, Coach, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you got a busy schedule. You need to get over and practice and get ready for Mustang and Southmore. Uh, so, again, thanks for taking the time to be with us, and best of luck in the, the weeks ahead. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Beyond the Game, Moore's only hyperlocal sports podcast. We're sponsored by Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations, and beneficial automotive maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. The Westmore Lady Jaguars have reached the midseason point of their schedule with a deceptive 6-6 record. With the exception of one game, the Lady Jags have had a chance to win coming down to the final minutes of each game. Head coach Abby Chafee joined us to talk about how her team is continuing to improve. Uh, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to uh, talk with us about the Westmore girls' basketball team. You know, um, you guys so far this year, it, it's been a streaky start to the year for you guys. I mean, you you off a string of wins and you off a couple of losses. Uh, how How is all of that just kind of coming into play with this team this year? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been... It's been up and down, you know, something that we're preaching to our girls is learning how to win, but most importantly, it's learning how to sustain wins, you know, and that takes just some growth and working together and just maturity. You know, these girls have matured a lot since our first game against Norman North, you know, and it's only up from here. And so our girls are learning like, hey, you were capable of winning now. Now we got to sustain it and we got to keep winning and keep winning like we want to win. Uh, tell me more about the makeup of this team. I know you've got a um, a lot of young kids playing and, and doing some great things. I know Jalen Batista and um, and Kaya Prestridge are both doing well for you guys. Tell me about the, the rest of the team and, and how this mix is working. Yeah, you know, we've got a lot of um, youth, but we also have a lot of senior leadership and leadership that happens that most of them might not see. Um, I've got some really great seniors that are leading our girls on what it means to be a Westmore Jag. You know, what it means is our culture. I'm super blessed to have them to just be able to teach those girls that how do we win? You know, how do we keep fighting even if we're down with two minutes left? You know, you know, it's a two-possession game. It's not over. You know, how do we keep the score up when it's in our favor? You know, but then I've got a lot of young girls with amazing talent, you know, and they're learning how they play and what their strengths are, but also learning that together. You know, and that, that the fact that they get to learn that at a young age is going to be super special down the road. You know, that I can already see them start to click and start to understand, like, hey, here's her strength, here's her weakness, how can I play off of that? You know, and that's our big key just the second half of the season is really coming together and letting all those puzzle pieces fit naturally together instead of trying to force them like you do in the beginning of a season. And so we've mm -hmm. got a great mix of that youth and that, those older leadership. But what would you say is the strength of your team right now? Man, I would say it's our grit. If you watch us play, my girls, they just don't give up. Whether we're down, whether we're up, man, they just stop battling. You know, I preach toughness. I'm sure every interview I've ever done, it says toughness. You know, but these girls, they just don't quit. And that's super important because if you have a team that's, that's just talented but they don't really want to win, then you might have issues down the road. But I've got both. They want to win. 
they want to do the hard stuff to win, you know, and it's now it's just it's learning how to how to finish games. Yeah, speaking of finishing games, I mean, really the only game that it looks like by the final score that you guys weren't in was the Edmund Memorial game, which was the second game yeah. of the year. And we know how good Edmund Memorial is this year. But it seems right. like every other game, you've been in it um, right down yeah. to the wire. Yeah, it's come down to the foul game. And when you when you foul, you have to take the bet. Like, you know, it's just a, it's a guess. They, can they make or they, can they not? You know, and the teams we've played have been great free throw shooters. And so it hasn't worked out in our favor yet. But, you know, you're absolutely right. My girls are in it till the end, and now we just, we're just we just putting all four quarters together. You know, we'll put a great three-quarter basketball game together or a great half basketball, but we've got to put all four together. That's how you win a game. So, but, yeah, we're in it, and that's super encouraging down the road, you know, that we're there. But I'm tired of just being there. I'm ready to get the win, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, part of that learning to win is is really tied to something you mentioned earlier, I think, and that's culture. How do you go yeah. about – I mean, you're, you're still new at Westmore. How do you go about building a culture with a high school girls' basketball program? Absolutely. I mean, culture, every coach is going to say this. It's every day, and it's taught every day. You can't just take days off, you know, and it's sometimes it's making hard decisions and trying to get to girls to understand that, like, being a being at Westmore is a privilege, and you've got to want it and you've got to earn it. You know, it's at times it's stopping everybody and, and like watching videos of like, hey, here's who we are, reminding them, here's our identity. You know, and it takes time. Culture's not built in a day. Culture's not built in a year. The foundation's set in the year, and then we just get to build off of that. So it's just an everyday fight for me and my assistants and, and my, my managers that we just we got to stay. We got to stay with it. We got to trust it. You know, we've got to put it in every single day. Now let's let's talk a little bit about the schedule. You did get the big crosstown rivalry win against the Moore girls, that would be considered an upset, but you got the two point yeah. win against uh, the, the lady lions last week. And now you got Southmore coming up tomorrow night. Um, are, are you getting a sense of how big these rivalry games are in Moore now? Oh man, absolutely. You know, I'm not a more, more person. So coming in here, everyone was like, I'll oh, just wait till more war and, you know, and, and battle of the, you know, the cats and the big cats. And I'm like, what? Like, what is this? But it's no joke. You know, um, you can never, ever count out a team, no matter what. When it comes to a rivalry game, you know, things happen. They're different games. You know, you got to mentally be prepared. And so it's a very real thing, and it's a really cool thing because not a lot of, you know, schools have that type of uh, competitive atmosphere that you just – you've had a rival since day one. And so it's, it's, it's really fun to play in. Okay, so uh, let's, let's kind of play out the rest of the schedule. We're kind of midway through the season here. We're still a month off, yeah. just over a month off before regionals. Um, you got Southmore tomorrow night. You do the Titan Classic. Uh, and then it's, it's conference play. Uh, more and Southmore come up on the schedule again. What do you guys have to do now between – today and the end of the year to really be peaking uh come that that yeah. middle of february when regional start yeah man i mean we were preaching it to our girls today consistency matters down the stretch you know hard work's going to matter down the stretch and so they've got to show up every single day ready to compete they've got to show up every single day ready to just play together right now is not a time where you start to crumble and you start to try to start doing things yourself you know right now is the time where we rely on each other because it's going to be a lot there's a lot of games in a short amount of time and I told him I was like man this is the beauty of our game we get to do this stuff we get to play a lot of games and battle with the same people over and over again and so we just have to stay mentally locked in and we've got to really continue to buy into our system because it's going to work these girls are going to feel it you know keeping that aggression keeping that toughness being the tougher team every night you know so they've just got to it's really a mental thing in my opinion the second half of the season um, and just trust trusting each other trust the work you put in because you put in a lot of work since august basketball is a long season and so trusting who you are as an individual 
but who you are together. So that's the big piece. You know, don't don't break apart. Stay together. And I'm going to guess that you're really leaning hard on on your assistant coaching staff here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if, shoot, I wouldn't be here without them. You know, there's this is not a one person job. This is not a one person decision, and and they're fantastic. You know, they help me um, bounce ideas off of me, make sure I'm in check. Cause, you know, I'm I'm a human too, just like refs are. You know, just like my players are, and so they help me out a lot. So it's it is definitely not a one man show in this game. It's the beauty of being a team all the way through. Now I want to make sure I heard you just admit you're human. You actually said that, right? That's right. You know, yeah. And rest. Sometimes people don't know that, you know, they, they make dumb calls and us coaches have to realize it too, but yeah, I mean, and, and it's, it's a mental battle this half of the season. People get tired, you know, they get, they get fatigued. And so it's, you have to be able to lean on each other during these, these moments to really succeed. So, yeah. Okay. So tell me coach, when was the last time you got teed up by a ref? Oh, you know, it's it has it was when I was an assistant, um, and it's back in the high well, high school game actually when I was back in high school. So I got teed up because I was yelling at a ref, and they they yeah. So I'm that, trying not you were, to, you know. <laughs> but when you were no, a player it was when in I was high coaching. school, yeah, it was oh, about when you were four coaching. years ago when I was coaching high school, yeah, about four years ago when I was back in the high school level, I got it as an assistant. So oh, you know, right. I'm not I'm not big on fighting the refs. You know, there's times I'm going to fight my call because you got to, but. You know, I'm not a big fan of yelling at them when they're just trying to do their job as well. But, you know, sometimes you got to. <laughs> right. Well, that's just something to keep an eye on. All right. So, um, right. Don't for, dink for, me now. Where's the wood? Knock on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I, I, I want to step uh, away from basketball and talk just a little bit more about you. For folks that don't know you yet, you're still new. Remind us where you came from before Westmore. Yeah, I was the assistant out at Southern Nazarene University for the last three and a half years. Okay, so Southern Nazarene, um, and now you're in Moore. Uh, have you found a favorite restaurant in Moore yet? Oh, I love the Be Healthy right here by uh, Westmore. They've got, like, smoothies and great just snacks. It's great. You can order online, go pick it up at the drive-thru. I'm back in the school in, like, three minutes. So it's one of my go-tos. Yeah, it's, it's, like, within walking distance right there. Yeah, it's great. Outstanding. Well, Coach, uh, anything else you want the community to know about the, the Lady Jaguars as, as you kind of head for the rivalry game with Southmore tomorrow night and into the heart of the season? Man, I just hope that people see how much these girls want it. You know, I've got a really special group of young women that um, love what they're doing and they love what they're doing together. And so hopefully that translates the rest of the season and they see that some some big things are come from from this side of the city. Coach, I, I, that, they sound like a fun team to watch. I'm looking forward to getting out to the game tomorrow night and watching you guys in the rivalry game. So uh, best of luck to you and the Lady Jags for the rest of the year. And thanks so much for taking time to talk with us today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Game. We're grateful for the support of all our sponsors. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations, and Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. You can listen to Beyond the Game wherever you get your podcasts or online at moremonthly.com. We'll be dropping new podcasts weekly. Follow More Monthly on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with the latest episodes. And if you think about it, hit the like button and give us a rating and a review. It helps spread the word about Beyond the Game to other listeners.